Lift up the trumpet and loud let it ring. Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, you pilgrims, be joyful and sing. Jesus is coming again. This is the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Coming again, coming again, Jesus is coming again. This week in Cleveland, Ohio, the 48th World Conference of Seventh-day Adventists is in session. Today, the Voice of Prophecy brings you this special broadcast from the Cleveland Public Auditorium. The broadcasting group has been in attendance here for the past ten days participating with delegates from around the world in organization and planning of Seventh-day Adventist activities for the next four years. It's been a thrilling experience to meet with overseas representatives of the Voice of Prophecy, Worldwide Radio, and Bible Schools. Later you will hear from three of these leaders as they are presented by our Voice of Prophecy speaker, H.M.S. Richards. Today's broadcast also features the King's Heralds, Del Delker and Brad Braley, and our special guests, the Faith for Today Quartet. Now the King's Heralds musically tell us that in a little while, we're going home. Let us sing a song that will cheer us by the way, in a little while we're going home, for the night we'll end in the everlasting day in a little while we're going home in a little while in a little while we shall cross the billows we shall meet at last when the stormy winds are past in a little while we're In a little while we're going home And no tears shall fall in the city bright and fair In a little while we're going home In a little while, in a little while We shall cross the billows home We shall meet at last when the stormy winds are past, in a little while we're going home. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy mercies which are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Bless, we pray, everyone listening today and all the thousands and thousands of people here in this great auditorium. We pray thee that thou wilt hear us as we come to thee in the words of Jesus. Our Father, which art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God a place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God mm-hmm. Oh Jesus blessed Redeemer sent from the heart of God. Hold us who bow before thee near to the heart of God. Our contralto soloist, Del Delker, has chosen to bring us a heart-searching song. Have I done my best for Jesus? I wonder, have I done my best for Jesus? Who died upon the of his great sacrifice at Calvary, I know my Lord expects the best from me. How many are the lost that I have lifted? How many Jesus when he has done so much for me the hours that I have wasted are so many the so few because of all my lack of love for Jesus I wonder if his heart is breaking too how many are the lost that I have Chained I 
I'd done my best for Jesus when he has done so much for me. The Voice of Prophecy radio program is heard in 20 different languages around the world. Let's take a quick visit by special recording to four of these countries and hear how four of these Voice of Prophecy musical groups sound as in their own languages they sing on tape in the sweet by and by. First in English by the King's Heralds of London. Listen to the broadcast choir of Hanover, Germany. Here's the way it sounds in Dutch, sung by the Christian Radio Quartet. Finally, we hear the King's Herald's Quartet singing the last chorus in Chinese. One of the highlights of this general conference session of Seventh-day Adventists being held in the Municipal Auditorium in Cleveland, Ohio, was a pageant of world missions. Taking on all the color and interest of a United Nations event, we witnessed a parade of missionaries and native representatives dressed in their native costumes to represent their own mission fields. Stories and reports presented here have brought a vivid picture of the mission work in nearly every corner of our globe. As we witness these earnest Christians striving to carry out the great commission of going into all the world and preaching the gospel to every nation in the shortest time possible, we of the voice of prophecy also lay ourselves upon the altar of greater service. Some of the more than 14,000 in attendance here in Cleveland, Ohio, have journeyed from the South Seas, from Asia, Australia, China, Japan, New Zealand, all of Great Britain, Europe, Africa, Central and South America, as well as of all of North America. In a few moments, the Voice of Prophecy speaker, H.M.S. Richards, will present to you some of these world leaders associated with the Voice of Prophecy. The subject of Mr. Richards' message on this occasion is Behold the Fig Tree. We are broadcasting good news today, friends, the world's best news. That's what Jesus was doing when he spoke the words of our text, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. Luke 21, 29. What he was really saying was this, 
Look at the trees in springtime. When they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Good news, wasn't it? Yes. Isn't it? Look at the trees in spring when the buds are bursting. Fresh, shining, clean new leaves are coming out. Millions and millions and millions of them everywhere. In Palestine, the fig tree was one of the very first trees to put forth leaves. But Jesus did not stop with the fig tree. He added, and all the trees. So all the trees of all the world illustrate this wonderful truth that our Savior spoke. Look at them in spring when they're bursting forth. This is the evidence, the proof that summer is coming. You see, Jesus was an optimist. He always looked at the bright side of things, and all his followers ought to be. Something good is coming. Something wonderful is coming. Summer is coming. God's summer. The buds are bursting. Spring is here. Summer must be coming. It is coming. Summer with all its flowers and life. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. From far and near the news comes pouring in. At this great world session of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists, now being held here in Cleveland, Ohio, the news of spring comes pouring in. The buds are bursting, the leaves are shining in the sun. Spring is here, summer must be coming. The summer of God's kingdom. The glorious fulfillment of the promises that Jesus made so long ago and which are renewed to us today. The things which are to come to pass, as referred to in this scriptural passage, are the signs of the times, as recorded in Luke, the 21st chapter, and the 24th chapter of St. Matthew. And Jesus mentions many things that have already come to pass, and some that are still to come. He mentions, of course, the destruction of Jerusalem by the Roman armies, and the scattering of the early church over the earth, the preaching of the gospel, the Christian movement, in our day, right up to our time, all fulfilled. When the gospel work is finished, the Savior will return. He promised it. He said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That's the 14th of John. And when he come, came the first time, he began to preach, The time is fulfilled. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Mark 1. At the end of the prophetic period of Daniel the ninth chapter, Christ came right on time, fulfilled that prophecy. There were certain signs that preceded his first coming, the star in the heavens, the testimony of the wise men, and others. And so there will be signs before he comes a second time. Luke 21, 25, there shall be signs in the sun, the moon, the stars. Many of these have taken place, the sun, the moon, the stars, these signs have already happened. Next, he mentioned distress of nations, wars. Oh, you say there have always been wars, certainly. But these signs, when they become signs, they must be unprecedented in their severity and number so that they actually become signs of Christ's coming. And the very people who reject these things as signs are themselves signs. Listen to the words of Second Peter 3, verse 3. There shall come in the last days scoffers, saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were. 
from the beginning of the creation. That's the theory of uniformity, which is predominant today in our philosophical world. Itself a sign. The apparent delay in Christ's coming is explained by the fact that God is waiting to warn all men and to save men, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. As the signs appear all over the world, the message will be given all over the world. Repent, turn to God, prepare for the coming of Christ. We had World War One and World War Two, and the troubles of our day increasing. No wonder people are worried and concerned about atomic bombs and transcontinental missiles and economic troubles around the world, political confusion. That's the dark side of the picture. But here's the bright side, the springtime side. We read it in Matthew 24, 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. That's the reason for these great inventions. Steamboat, rapid transit, and land, rail, multi-lane highways, railroads, steam, ships, and now, of course, air travel, and soon rocket travel. All of these things were for a purpose, to prepare the way to send the messengers around the world, the printed page, radio, television, the faithful preachers everywhere, they come here to this great meeting and report what God has done through them and for them. No wonder we should be happy today, for Jesus said, when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your hearts and your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Not only the scoffers, a sign of the latter days, but those who rejoice in the fulfillment of the signs of this prophecy. Those who carry the message to earth's remotest bounds, they too are a sign. And when their work is done, then shall the end come. The end of human suffering, the end of pain, the end of sorrows, the end of tears, the end of death, of heartache and separation, the end of all those things, but the beginning of God's summertime, of peace, rest, activity, hope, joy, communion, blessedness, and life eternal. Yes, the last day preachers are at work today. When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Luke 18, 8, yes, he will find it. He'll find it at work, too, everywhere over the earth. Away up in the highlands of New Guinea, I visited a young married couple just out of college. There they were witnessing to those primitive peoples in their grass-thatched huts surrounded by primitive wilderness and every inch of the door an open space, which they called a window, filled with strange, curious faces, we worshipped God together. I knew then that they had true happiness there in that far-off, lonely place. We think of the young people all around the world, in India, Africa, the islands of the sea, in the great cities of Europe and America, everywhere. And here many of them are represented. Many are here today. These young people are the hope of the world, carrying their message on and on. The rest of us older ones upholding them and supporting them. Now I have with me several very important and interesting men here today. Men who come from other places. Voice of prophecy representative. First of all, Neil Wilson from Cairo, Egypt. Neil what about it? What do you see as a hope for getting God's message quick to the Muslim world? 
My answer to this question, Pastor Richards, is brief and absolutely spontaneous. Unless God has some other media, I would say that radio is the only solution I know of for reaching the multitudes in the cities, villages, desert Bedouin camps, and scattered oases in the Middle East. I'm encouraged in this conviction by the fact that during the last five years, the number of radio receivers being used in the Middle East has increased by nearly 600%. This means that the potential is tremendous and still growing. The Middle East is anxious for a clear, simple, and practical revelation of true Christianity. We believe that Christianity is best interpreted in the life of an individual as he shares his blessings with his fellow men. The saving message of the fatherhood of God, the eternal love of Jesus Christ, and the brotherhood of man is the blessing and the theme that will satisfy the hungry hearts in the Middle East. I sincerely believe that the most potent avenue for the sharing of these blessings and for the proclamation of the gospel to the 100 million inhabitants of this strategic area of the world is through radio broadcasting. Thank you, Neil Wilson, and God bless you as you go to that great land again. And now, Pastor Friedland, I'd like to ask you about your part of the world. Pastor Richards, in the Southern European Division, with its mission fields in Africa, Asia, and the French-speaking islands of the Indian Ocean, we have to preach the everlasting gospel to 300 million people. Let me interrupt here, Brother Friedland. I believe you are responsible for more than these mission fields, are you not? What about Europe? Yes, we have uh, Switzerland, France, Belgium, Luxembourg, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Austria, Yugoslavia, Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Romania, Bulgaria, Greece, Albania, Andorra, Liechtenstein, and Monaco. Do you believe that radio will have a part in giving a message to those people? Uh, well, uh, you see, that is a tremendous task we have before us. Ever forward is our watchword. And always more aggressive evangelism with the united help of our evangelists, missionaries, pastors, and lay members is a first goal in our mission program. But how can we reach the masses which we cannot bring to public evangelistic meetings? There is, according to my conviction, no better means than by evangelism by radio. We are using it everywhere we can, and we would like to use it more and more if the way opens for the broadcasting of our message in the many countries of our field. And may it be so. And now, Pastor Bonnie from the British Isles. Well, Pastor Richards, in answer to your question, I'd like to say I had been in evangelistic work for many years in Great Britain and had often wondered just how the everlasting gospel could ever reach the 53 million souls in that land. But for the past eight years, in connection with the Voice of Prophecy radio program in that country, I have seen very clearly that the radio holds the solution to any such problem which may have been in our minds. From experience, I know that through this modern means of preaching the gospel of the soon-coming Christ, the work of God can be finished in a very short time. I'm also sure that the same can be said of the great areas in southern Asia to which I have been called, where there are over 500 million people. Amen. Thank you, Brother Bonnie. So, friends, we see the need and the opportunity. God's work is going forward, and when the gospel goes to all the world, 
Then the Savior comes, the one who gave us the gospel. We're happy today. We're full of enthusiasm as we look forward to a finished work through the power of Christ and through the fulfillment of his promises. All of us here today and now look forward to his coming and the glorious reward his people are sure to have. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let my banner be unfurled with pen and song and the living Joining with the King's Heralds in this challenge of that song was the quartet of the Faith for Today nationally known television program affiliated with this broadcast. Now, this is Orville Iverson, Associate Minister of the Voice of Prophecy, speaking from the Cleveland Public Auditorium. You've been listening to a special broadcast on the occasion of the World Conference of Seventh-day Adventists, which today concludes a most successful 10-day session attended by delegates and church members from the 196 countries of the Adventist world field. And now here is H.M.S. Richards with a final word for you. Our broadcasting group has been greatly encouraged during these 10 days. We've met and talked with hundreds of Voice of Prophecy listeners and friends. We wish you could have joined us in the spiritual blessing that's been ours. Now we invite you to tune in again next week over these same stations for another broadcast brought to you by the Voice of Prophecy. Remember, the upward look is so much brighter because it reaches into heaven and helps us to go forward in faith. Have faith in God. Christ comes we know not when. Have faith in God. He comes. He comes again. Have faith in God. Proclaim it to all men. Have faith, dear friend, in God.